Hello to all my gamers, geeks, fellow D&D freaks, and welcome back to another session of Nat One Adventures. Previously on Tales of Dawn Hollow. You look around and you see the youngest of the trio family. She is about seven years old. My my name is my, my, my name is Lily. Uh, you go well, you go into the big party. I have to go to the big party too. Will you dance with me? I will dance with you happily. You recognize a symbol for the Triel family. This is the middle child. Well, well, how are you treating Oh, no, you can't tell. No, don't, don't tell my father. Please, please, I'll swear anything. You stop going to that fighting rink. Your father doesn't have to know. Question, then. Are you going to be needing your gun for a few days? She pulls out the, the pistol that she keeps on her person at all times, and she sets it in Gwen's hand. I will have it back to you in no more than three days' time. It's okay. I'm, I'm used to people wanting to kill me when they see me. It's kind of why I'm here. You want to not be recognized? Is this what you're going for? Yes, please. This has disguise self already in this. You have uh, a ring that has disguise self. For one hour, once per day, you are able to disguise yourself into anything that you can imagine. Underneath are some children's books. I can do magic. How about you? And you actually end up watching over as he walks over and he, he's looking at the more adult books and reaches down and obviously looks around to see if anybody's looking and then picks up the uh, I know magic. How about you? And proceeds to start looking at it. That's about right. Would you like to know if... I know I can do a little magic, but it uh, doesn't hurt to get it checked out, I guess. A moment passes and then Daph starts to feel warmth underneath his fingertips. It slowly grows and grows until it is just this side of uncomfortable. It doesn't stop there. The warmth travels up his arms to his elbows, his shoulders, his chest, where there is a resonance, harmony and disharmony, joy and sorrow, creation and destruction. All these intertwine as the weave finds a connection to itself, dwelling inside Defici. With a pulse, both Shay and Defici's hands are pushed away from the geode. You have a piece of the weave inside you that is very strong. you that is very strong you've had no training so bit here and there i pick up uh, pick up what do what do you mean i'm something of a you know little tricks here and there i can change how i look i can you know magically distract someone i can make myself disappear nothing too crazy though so illusion okay and you've had no formal training not particularly. I... Hmm. One moment. Uh, she she gets up and she walks over, and um, Solomon notices her and hurriedly puts the book back and then takes out another book and is pretending to read it, except for the book is upside down, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to cover his ass. Uh, like, yeah, that's she, about right. <laughs> she reaches over and she grabs a book, and she comes back and she hands it to you, and she's like. Read this. Don't don't worry about paying. When you are done with it, come back and see me. And if you want some training, then I might be able to help you. I, I am an enchanter, and the tricky transmuter itself 
There are many things here that I have worked on my life, and I have had a little bit of training in some things I've discovered on my own, so please. And uh, as she hands the book over to you, uh, she places one of her hands on top of yours and looks at you. You have a gift, and the only way it will grow is if you receive training, not just guessing. The weave can be unforgiving if not navigated properly. Um, I, my uh, pops always told me if it's free, it's for me. So I graciously accept uh, and I appreciate the, the reading material. Um, and yeah, I don't see a reason not to come back. I'll on my next day off. And as soon as I'm done with uh, this book, I'll see you again. Uh, what was your name again? Uh, my name is Shay. Shay, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Davici Vantarin. It's a pleasure to meet you, Davici. Now, I would suggest taking your friend out of here before he makes an even bigger fool of himself. I, I can do that. You have yourself a wonderful day. Come on, Solomon. Hmm, what? No, look, this this book is amazing. He's still holding it upside down. Oh, yes, you're, you're doing a great job, my friend. It's time to head out whenever you're ready. Oh, all right, all right. This is for obviously somebody else who's not as all powerful as me. And puts it back and goes, thank you and uh, be seeing you. And uh, very confidently <laughs> walks out of the shop. So with that and the introduction to the expanse of the weave, you gain the feat of Metamagic Adept. Yes. So that's Don't fun. Me. So you have this, and this has only been roughly about a day. Is there anything else that you would like to focus on for your, uh, essentially your week? Uh, the only thing I could think of is if uh, at any point Daph saw Valrin without her gun, uh, you'd say something, but I don't know if our paths would cross at any point while you didn't have your gun. Um, I mean, I think, I feel like everyone at this point's gonna run into her. Um, Valorin, towards the end of the week, yeah, but early on in the week, probably not. Valorin wanders around. She doesn't stay put. If she's not working with her side hustle, then she's just meandering town or dealing with noble things that she doesn't necessarily want to do. So seeing her is wouldn't be all that surprising, I think. You can roll for it. I mean, if you want to roll for it, yeah. So, uh, one to ten, I do not see you any higher, and there is the inner. Oh, my dice jumped out of the damn thing. Okay. I did it again. God damn it. It's a four. Don't see you. Oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, that was just for the not with the gun, so they can still yeah, bump into each other yeah. for other things if you want them to. Yeah, um,. Nothing particular I could think of. Maybe uh, Daph would swing by that spot where you see your friends. Simple. Yeah, just every now and again. Okay. You 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 swing by a couple times to the Laughing Haven. Sybil is consistently busy, uh, running around and doing various different things. Um, does recognize you uh, occasionally, um, seeing you and uh, gives you a nod. Uh, however, it is a very up and coming busy time with the fact that within um, this upcoming month, the preparations for any sort of parties and or gatherings for the Festival of the Lost are taking place. So people are starting to work on making the traditional foods, uh, the traditional I want to say costumes that people end up making between the masks themselves to the planning of various different things. It's it's a time where a lot of people are moving money around to make this holiday special because during it, it is said that the chance of coming across people that have crossed over your loved ones is very high and so people want to 
karmically do the best that they can. So you've got a lot of different people doing various different things. Sybil is being her overly uh, helpful self to everyone. Um, she's actually currently training a few new waiters and waitresses and bar hands uh, to better help out the Laughing Haven at this time. Um, your your chances of actually running across uh, Valren are entirely up to Valren herself. You didn't quite catch her without her pistol, uh, as this technically happens later on in the week. Uh, so the beginning portions of it, it's entirely up to uh, luck. And luck-wise, you catch glimpses of who you could swear are Valren, but when you look back, gone. Valren is consistently elusive as always. That's about right. She doesn't like sitting in one place. What am I telling you? I just told you, man. Like Sitting still yeah. is not the way. She doesn't sit still well. She could do it. She just doesn't like it. <laughs> yes, 100%. So if there's nothing else, um, give me a luck check on any of your side hustles for the remaining five days. Can do. That's a seven. You are um, kind of stuck in the same routine, namely because Solomon is trying to figure out how powerful of a wizard he can be and tends to try to focus more on that stuff and less on helping you with any of your side hustles. So you don't really make all that much. You end up making about five gold. Your side hustle doesn't come to, to really all that much because of everything that's going on and Solomon's need to become Sorcerer Supreme. I love that for him. Hey, it's he. I literally rolled, and the fact that a world of fourteen was like, okay, all right, we 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 rolled relatively. There is a chance could be a wizard, Harry. He could be a wizard. So, if there's nothing else, then yeah. I'm going to I'm going to roll for the next two and see who gets to go. That is it from Daph. Nice. So, hi, Valren. What is it exactly that you will do on your week off along so, the fact that you have leveled up and with your level up, what did you do? So, um, Valorin tends to, she she's always been a bit of a busy bee in the sense that she's not sitting still as aforementioned. And so while Valorin is about on the town, kind of flitting through different social spaces, if you will. She does kind of keep her eye out on people and tries to discern what they're saying, even if she can't hear them. Uh, and the rest of her time, she can be found at home in the gardens and the section kind of set off from the rest of the estate where uh, she fires. The estate's not necessarily closed. You know, you can come and visit and walk the gardens and whatnot with some supervision. But she she tends to spend some time over in this kind of firing range of sorts. It's where she spends a lot of her outdoor time when she's not wandering the city, which is actually where uh, Gwen found Valorin, where, you know, Gwen was directed when looking for her. But. Yeah, that's that's what Melrin spends her week doing. Okay. Uh, so for the listeners, you are taking a level into what? I'm taking a level in fighter gunslinger specifically, of course. And uh, the feat that I am kind of leaning towards is the observant feat. Nice. So... Here's how we're going to essentially get you your epiphany of having the observant feet. I would like for you to make me some perception checks. Some perception checks. Yes. So this first one, you are you are this swinging in. This is when you go and check in with Sybil. Make sure, hey Sybil, I am still alive. But Sybil's very busy, so you take this opportunity to rotate around from the bar itself with your arms 
you know, lean back on the, um, the, the counter itself and you are trying to look and see if you can read people's lips. You're focusing in. So make me a perception check to see if you understand what this random couple is talking about. Mm, that's a 10. <laughs> a 10. You focus in and you're watching this move and you're trying to mentally assign words with what they're saying. And it's it's just almost there. You're catching what you can recognize as hungry. Then hurry. Why? And it's it's, it's just, it, you're catching. It's a little jumbled. Of, it's very jumbled. Um, so you do that, and Sybil uh, taps your shoulder as you're focusing in uh, and goes, I'm really sorry. I'm really busy today. Okay, so um, I, I, can, all right. I don't have anything for you to say. So, like, um, Sybil, it's, what? it's all right. I don't need anything. Okay, well... I just wanted to come and say hi and make sure that you're doing all right. And you seem to be doing fantastic, aside from being worked to the bone. I'm training new people, okay? Training takes time. Just wish you would understand the difference between an ale and a beer. It'd be really helpful to me right now. But that's not your problem, that's my problem. <laughs> if I can get them going, then I can focus more on our thing. Where I can get you some more bounties and, you know, that that sort of stuff. Um, Do whatever you need, Sybil. Did uh, you I have need... something, let me know. You well, know how you, to reach me. You did send me the letter. So what was the whole thing about the husks and everything about, like? Well, it was a little weird. I don't, can't really discuss all of the details, but um, shot him in the face. He won't be making any problems anymore. And perhaps saved a maiden while I was doing it. Um, 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 uh, excuse me, a maiden? <laughs> yes, I mean, quite the hero, although she was scared shitless. I bet she was really appreciative and stuff like <laughs> that. Just, mm, yep, really appreciative. They were just going to lean in really close to Sybil and kind of chuckle a little bit. Yes, the Triel family will be very appreciative of their middle child's mysterious savior. Wait, what? Miss Holly Triel got into quite some trouble. Oh, that is juicy gossip. That is juicy. Oh, I'm gonna. Mm. But hush, hush. Oh. As long as Miss. Holly Trail does not say a word of what happened that night. Nothing will come about about her gallivanting late into the night to places that she should not be. Well, if there is an opportunity to make some coin at this, I will let you know because that is that is Oh Sybil, darling, you're so good to me. <laughs> of course I am. I am the best. You are indeed. She reaches out to take a glass of whatever you were drinking and inadvertently, um, whether you recognize it or not, um, she like her fingers trail a little bit along your fingers as she's taking the glass away. But then she continues to walk away, like basically trying to play it off. That is your first opportunity to utilize and try to figure out the observant feet. Uh, the next one is a couple days later. Uh, you are walking around and you spot some of your grand uncle's house servants, the ones obviously that they get paid uh, to keep up on stuff. And they're over in the corner and they seem to be whispering out stuff and they don't see you. Um, and if you want to make a perception check to see if you can pick up on them, the DC is going to be lower on this one because you are focusing on that. So that's going to be a 16. Uh, you start to catch like, yeah, uh, I commissioned my mask from, and then her head turns and like, oh, the other one's like, oh, mine is going to have sort of a, can't understand it, like with wings. And I have the dress that I, with the earnings that I got from, so it will be paid within the next and you catch more and more and more of it. Like there's so few words you weren't quite getting, 
but the basic gist you are starting to understand. You're like, okay, I'm following what they're saying. This is how they say that. Watching them for a few, um, I want to say closer to about 10 minutes because they don't see you as you're currently going into the gardens where you can use your firearm. Your feat choice of observant comes into play and it's almost with a click that you're able to actually understand their conversation as if you were actually in their conversation with them. So you go out to the gardens and you are practicing with your firearm. And this is essentially the day when Gwen comes by to ask for your firearm. Um, This is before you head out to go and, you know, wherever it is, you're going to go around and meet her as she's going and walking around. She finds you and you are practicing just repetition, repetition, repetition. And uh, from behind you, you hear a very, the telltale clicking of, you know, his uh, tut and click of your granduncle uh, as he uh, comes up from behind you uh, and um, looks at your firearm along with a few others that you uh, tend to practice with just to get a better handle of things. Nice. Um... What is it that you are doing for the Festival of the Lost? I want to ask this time because you are getting older and I don't want to make plans for you. But there are several... Is this going to be another one of those things that I'm not going to like how the conversation ends? No, I'm trying to be polite and I am trying to ask you, do you have plan and if not might suggest a few parties to go i do have a singular plan i promised miss lily trail that i would go and i would dance with her that i truly want to do i want to go and look in, in glitterfell heard so many good things come out of there during the festival and Slamor has wonderful parties that would be excellent to go and see I want to experience the rest of it. I've always experienced Star Hollows. Why can't I view the rest? It's not that you can't go and experience other things. I just... Uh, He calmly reaches down to one of the other pistols and you watch as he doesn't recognize that he's doing it but you see the telltale familiarization that he has with a firearm as he calmly clicks it open and he goes through and looks to make sure everything is loaded properly and clicks it shut and it is holding it. I worry about you, niece. You are the last of my bloodline, of my family, of my brother's line, and I worry that something will happen to you. I recognize that you have your father's spirit. He never wanted to be in the same place. He never wanted to go to these parties. It drove our mother quite mad. Thank you for entertaining the idea and being willing to go along with the Triel family. I know that Lily would appreciate you if you want to go and experience the rest of the festival with any friends in other places, all I ask is that you be safe and carry one of these because... And he gets a, he gets a look on his face. Not everyone follows the honorable path. And... With one quick motion, he fires off two shots and then sets it down and walks away. And you look over and both of the shots are dead center in the target where you were aiming, where all the rest of yours were slightly off. And he calmly walks away. Uh, Uncle, you never told me that you could fire? Uh, About 25 feet away, uh, he stops and turns back. You never bothered to ask. You assumed. Who do you think taught your father? And with that, less words, 
calmly walks in through the gate itself close behind him and walks away. Anything else you'd like to do with the rest of your week? Aside from (laughs) you've given off your pistol, you get it back. Yeah, so uh, the other the other thing that um, Thelren ends up doing is she goes into some of the more merchant e sides of Star Hollow and she looks for a really nice set of jeweler's tools and sees how much they are. Hmm, awesome. Let's go and look up jeweler's tools, because, yeah. Like, they don't have to be, like, ornate or anything. She's not looking for ornate. She's looking for good quality. And she, since she grew up in a jeweler store, she yes. would be, I would feel like she would be very familiar with sturdy, good working. Um, Sturdy, good working is going to cost you roughly about 10 gold. There are some really, really nice ones, ones that are similar to what your granduncle uses. That would be about 25 gold. They're not like ornate and crazy, right? They're not ornate and crazy. However, they aren't as, um, I want to say, delicate and strong as your granduncle uses to be able to get that those intricate designs that he's known for. These are more along the lines of you could be able to utilize them, but you're not going to get that level of detail. One, because he's been doing it for a long time, and two, because he has those excellent ones. If you want to get those for 25 gold, you can, and it will give you more access to better detailed stuff. Otherwise, 10 gold will give you a basic. Um, You said 25 gold for the... Really nice ones. The nice top of the line. She's definitely going for that. That's affordable. Even though it feels a little bit monetary in the way that you've given an expensive gift to a man she's never met, um, might be a little bit odd. She thinks that knowing that it'll get a lot of use and it'll improve his work, it's worth it in the end. Like it's less about how much it costs, more about the intention behind it. Um, she gets it wrapped up, not in anything too crazy, of course. Um, and then will walk the town with that tucked kind of close to her, uh, close to her chest so that people don't take it from her. And she walks the town for a little bit and then um, the day of the party will arrive and she dresses down because she doesn't want to be too posh, but still generally nice and will make her way towards uh, Gwen's home and the shop that she lives in slash on slash adjacent. <laughs> okay. Um, nothing else you wanted to, to focus on? You were uh, happy with that for a week? Yeah, I feel like for Valorin, she had a very productive week in that she learned some things. She, you know, just after learning that secret about her uncle, her her gun was taken for a couple, you know, a couple of days, you know, day off. So, you know, kind of can't really practice then, so she'll just spend the rest of the, that time getting ready for this party and thinking about it. And if she learned a new skill, she'll do what she needs. Okay. So with that, uh, it will bring us essentially to day six of seven. This will fall under and be able to bring everybody together. Last but certainly not least is going to be Shiklackety Shiklackety. Um homie bro what have you been doing for essentially this week and please let the listeners know um what you've taken for your level up please all right cool um i'll start with what he's doing and then i'll explain um like what like the the results from that i guess i suppose uh so something that he's doing is um this is you know, the first time he's been a part of something outside of himself where other people are involved other than when he had, you know, many years with his creator. So this being something where he's with 
people that he has grown to care about he 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 wants to help in the best way that he can where they all have the same con common goal you know throughout every uh investigative attempt to figure out what these rumors are so that being said he is going to spend a lot of time in the the library he will uh what i picture is him also kind of so the way that he looks at a library is a little different because he never he's he's used them for years one of them in particular uh i'll let you decide which one that is dave as as the creator of this this beautiful city and he would choose what i would believe would be the one with probably the most books and he would do his normal thing where he's sneaking in and out and in and out and as he's reading and um, trying to find more information based on what he can give for like tactical advantages and and ways that he can uh, suss out clues better trying to read books about social uh, e ethics and and what to do in social situations and how to uh, get to the bottom of uh, mysteries. And throughout all of that, one blazing obvious thing that he has read about that he kind of knew, but these books are giving him more of an insight on what all of the skills that are necessary to be a a great investigator which is his goal and and that skill is uh charisma which he is not great in <laughs> good old charisma yeah, um, being able to talk to people and persuade the conversation in such a way where he gains information he has found that that is such a large aspect of it and he attempts to do this like a few times with uh what i'm imagining the librarian by using the beautiful ring that he has been gifted slash working still like working the agreement that he had with gwen's sorry Gwen's father yes yeah. okay Gwen's father and you know obviously occasionally like making sure he's keeping up his end and swings by the shop and I'd imagine that it doesn't take long where there's just like no no rats around so I mean oh, no. he doesn't really you, go you, as you, you always have a good snack whenever you oh, swing by there yep. beautiful so that's a, a part of it but with that ring like he's gonna try to interact with some people after gaining like so books um picturing is like the art of war like he probably read through that to try to gain tactical advantages in in battle and then like how to investigate like a crime scene or a a scene itself then he also read a lot about history and the history of the town and tried to dive into this unknown religion but found that i'm guessing dave correct me if i'm wrong that there they're just isn't really any history about that um but he does find like different kind of histories that might be useful in certain situations as far as like a culty vibe <laughs> in like uh like a, a body language book that's like uh i don't i don't know body language for the layman and he reads through that to try to gain insight while he is talking to people all of that being said, and I know it was long-winded, but what that comes down to is I was previously one level rogue to level fighter, or Clackety was, and, and Clackety has gone into another level of fighter, but I'm uh, I'm building him differently than most fighters, hence his intelligence. Built different. <laughs> yep. Right? I knew built, that was coming too. Built different. So what that did for me is that gave me the ability to choose a proficiency with an artist tool of of my choice and i chose uh tinker's tools just because his creator was an artificer and i feel like that was something that was a big part of his life so uh, um i'm thinking that through this he he also read up a lot on 
that. And he also found a bit of a common ground with that in one of his newfound uh, close friends, Gwen. So he read up on that and he does have proficiency with Tinker's tools. He also uh, gained what are called maneuvers. Maneuvers are something that I get to add a D8 to certain situ situations. And the maneuvers I chose were commanding presence. And this is when I make a charisma intimidation or a charisma performance or a charisma persuasion check you can expend one superiority die a d8 and add the superiority die to the ability check and the next one was tactical assessment when i make an investigation or a history or an insight check i can also add the superiority die and the last one i chose i molded over a lot and actually i changed it through this at the beginning of this recording and uh the last one that i chose was uh, menacing attack because I thought it was so flavorful with Clackety and how he is in battle. And this is when you hit with a weapon attack, you can expend one superiority die, add the total to the damage roll and the target must make a wisdom saving throw on a failure. It's frightened of me until the end of Clackety's next turn. That one, it just felt so much fun, like just because of how weird he is in battle <laughs> that whole thing was a whole lot yeah it and was. so that kind of narrowed down a few things for me uh, <laughs> in regards to your library what you consider a library is different books on various different things obviously and you found over the course of going around asking and well not asking but listening that in glitterfell in the Glitterfell Quarter, there is an alchemist. Uh, her name is Susanna Morris. She's a female halfling and she owns the Fortune's Cure. So in this place, you utilize your Ring of Disguise self to go in and you actually start to, over the course of this week, have conversations with her and she uh, has a slight southern accent, and uh, her 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 name again is Susanna. But uh, you can you can call me Susan there, uh, there, lovey. Um, if you were looking exactly for uh, what 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 was it today? Um, she is she's a moderately attractive woman, and she uh, she likes to wear very flowy looking pants herself with a um shirts that are made out of silks that definitely lean into the cleavage portion without it being forgive the term slutty she has silver hair that is slicked back into a classic pompadour and she has violet eyes that are very beguiling and draw you in. She is a bit of a flirt. And so she does flirt with you. It's up to you whether or not you recognize that she's flirting or just think that's a normal interaction. And she uh, she seems to always pay special attention to you when you come in. So what do you disguise yourself to look like when you go into the Fortune's Cure for listeners to know, please? Um, what, what race is she? She is a female halfling. Okay. Oh, no, let me write that down. Quickly, we do, do typing and we add this to my notes in one second. Let me, let me go ahead and push my, push my glasses up because they keep oh, slipping down my nose and I'm just going to make some notes. Listen, listen, uh, we're going to do some great things today. Right? It's going to be great. And I can understand everything you're saying right now. Hey, brother, we should leave this so that uh, this young halfling can talk to the owner because I believe that's what he's waiting for. Well, he obviously has no chance, clearly at all. Clearly she likes us because of our superior intellect. Okay, see, see you later, uh, uh, Susanna. <laughs> you look great today, by the way. <laughs> and he leaves. We will be uh, here tomorrow morning, bright and early, to peruse your wares. Oh, <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, no. 
I love it. Uh, so Clackety is uh, waits for <laughs> waits for our uh, the those people to leave, and he is gonna be dressed in. He, he's basically trying to do like a mirror of her um but he's doing the best he can he's he's going to be a uh, male halfling he's going to try to mimic her voice and like well her accent and uh like the shirt he'll it will be like a flashy silk shirt and also some like flowy pants as well. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this. What what kind of shop is this? This is an alchemist shop. Uh, okay. It is located in a well-lit avenue where there are some of the guard towers for the city guard. Uh, the street outside is a very alluring smell. What's interesting about this is she actually has a geared golem that is outside that's essentially uh, keeps the peace and is air quote a bouncer. Uh, and the shop itself is a adobe simple building with an orange shingled roof and overgrown hedges. Uh, entering in, there is a number of different masks and dream catchers that line the walls. And there's a very large brass countertop with a corner table that has uh, herbs and un finished brews that is you can see behind the counter uh, that she does mess around with and she also has a very large collection of books themselves um, that can range anywhere from intro to alchemy to some of the more prominently known collections of alchemists in and around the city itself so it, it always smells nice in here. You don't know what she has on there, but it always smells nice. Just like there's something about her and her personality and her smell, how I guess it would be that she just smells amazing and you just want to interact with her. It's part of what her uh, overall charm as an alchemist is. All right, then I think Clackety is going to like walk up to her after those gentlemen leave and he's going to say hi to miss uh I was I was just wanting to say that the aroma that you give off is quite enticing well I'll be aren't you quite forward and uh I appreciate your acknowledgement of the aroma that I have cultivated over the years so what exactly has brought you into my, my humble abode day, sir? So he's going to uh, have like a notebook in his hand and just like right in front of her when she says certain things, he's going to write it down. In this case, he's going to write down two forward <laughs> um, and he's going to say, uh, well, uh, I apologize. I didn't mean to be too forward with you. Um, I seem to be, uh, to be honest, not quite sure what I'm looking for and hoping you could um, uh, assist in my ventures well uh, uh, of course there lovey all right so what exactly were you looking for today more of the uh the recipes for a different uh, aromas or was there something else you were looking for i have a number of books on a number of things i i like to i, I like to learn about things and wow. uh, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of uh, of mysteries and different things. Uh, I got a, I got a collection on, uh, um, and again, you'll have to remind me. But your favorite um, book series? Uh, uh, she actually mentions that she actually has and uh, has a, has them in in mint condition. Caleb Cleveland PI. <laughs> Caleb Cleveland PI. I got mint edition. I don't know if you're into it, but I just I just love the writing style. It just pulls you in and just keeps you until the end and just the surprise and how he all pulls it together at the end. I swear if this man actually existed, I would marry him on the spot. Well, that seems like we have uh, some things in common because that series right there is uh, a masterpiece. Even though I'm not too, too familiar with it, what I have read of Caleb Cleveland and his ventures, they 
they seem to be quite interesting. Now, me, ma'am, uh, I am an excellent PI myself, and I was wondering if you might have some books that I could read to help uh, polish my craft. What craft is that? Oh, oh, it's sorry. It's what I just said. It's PIing. Oh, P a P I oh, you mean of investigation and stuff? Well, of course. I, I got a few things right over here. And she walks around the the counter and um she um takes her arm and loops it into yours and kind of like how you would normally uh escort uh your date and she very like very one, subtly that... pulls you over to a large section of books that that one time that that has been done to him he was <laughs> she grabs his arm and he's like oh yes i have done this a lot of times with people before this situation that we are currently in right now so this is happening she, she she raises her eyebrow a little bit that, but then chuckles, thinking you're trying to be awkwardly cute, and she's just like, pats your hand. Of course, love. Uh, well, this is what uh, I, I would like to point out to you. Uh, this whole section right here is on investigation. Uh, and then she proceeds to give different things. Um, there's stuff in alchemy. There's stuff into enchanting. Um, there's a little bit about a little different things in here. Um, some into different... Uh, the aspects of weaponry and how to utilize them uh, just because of the fact that she is an alchemist. It helps for her to know, uh, as she explains, it helps me to know uh, a little bit about everything. What, you know, drives those that pursue the martial arts or those that live by the sword and die by the sword or those that prefer to use, you know, firearms. A little bit about everything helps me so that way whatever I can utilize and make here to boost their abilities or themselves is it just helps me in the end and of course I like to make my myself myself known as an overall what would be the word just an, oh just a go-to for all so if you got somebody that likes to do the martial arts like a monk but needs to be able to fly well i got you a potion if you want to be able to be a wizard and, and then suddenly be able to have the skin of the stone so that way you can't get hurt because let's face it wizards and they tend to get hurt really easily because they focus on their mind and less on their body so i i, I do that too you can peruse it if you want to take anything, then you bring it up and I'll let you know how much it costs. All right. I, I, I see a few more of my regulars coming in. That's fine. I, I, I'm just going to pass by these books about making skin into stone because to me as an intellectual, that sounds like not such a smart idea when you have the option to become, uh, I, I don't know, make your skin more liquidy and malleable. That sounds more like a, uh, a better plan to me. I, I never thought that. Yes, I'm mm. very, I'm, I'm very good at talking with you. You're, 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 you're sweet, lovey. Uh, uh, if you'll have to excuse me, uh, I, I have to go and have and help out my regulars. But you, uh, you stay where you, you, you stick around, and uh, we can talk some more on this uh, amorphous sort of ability that you were you were talking about and might be uh might be something we can we can discuss and 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 work on and uh maybe make a little coin out of it and uh she um she squeezes she squeezes your hand uh and then uh let's let's go and walks over to two uh older looking women that have come in and uh she goes on to discuss whatever it is she's going to discuss with them so this is where you are able to um, pick up a few things on investigation. Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily you're going to be able to pull a lot of information about Battlemaster from this, but you're able to <laughs> touch on a bunch of information over the course of, let's say, 
So I'll hop in and say like, um, uh, you know, Battlemaster is just kind of like the tagline. I'm using this less of like being great in battle and more of like a gaining. And this is the why I picked the maneuvers I did. Being able to gain necessary information and necessary skills like outside of battle. So I mean, like investigation, what I'm imagining is that this is the moment that he starts reading a lot about the 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 social uh intricacies of being a investigator and i have something for that as well when you're done doing the thing that you're doing oh yeah no no this is the culmination uh, of this essentially over the course of the next three days yep. you roughly utilize this resource at the fortune's cure to give you more of your uh your, your epiphany your insight moments of knowledge into social cues and various different things that you start to pick up as you go and you read. You spend your time here. And uh, I will say that whether you recognize how much uh, time you spend in there, it is about three days. And as she recognizes that you're just in there to read, it's going to cost you about five gold over the course of the next couple days to be able to expand your your knowledge of social cues and everything along the lines by reading uh, through her little library. Uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't see like the well, it's not that he doesn't see because uh, he is, you know, very smart and well read. But as far as gold in that type of thing, he doesn't. That's fine. Yeah here and he probably uh is is that a is that enough do you like do you want more i have um, more five gold is more than enough i mean you're only in here for what like roughly about an hour and then suddenly you disappear so like it's, it's oh it's yes fine. that's that is not because of like uh I, I like i changed form or something that would be ridiculous i don't know why you brought that up but uh what it i mean i can't my point right miss uh if you don't change the subject i apologize let me focus i can pay more if you would like more is that what no, I, I, I think five gold for the past several days of you coming in and utilizing this place like a library. When I mean, we don't really have much of a library in the city to begin with. That should be addressed. But I agree with you, miss. That might be something to to look into. However, that's not my forte. Uh, I say that uh, respectfully. So, yeah, five gold. We'll, we'll 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 call it square with five gold of being able to utilize my little my my little collection of books to whatever it is you're 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 looking for. But uh, what I picture him doing too is like not really thinking about it. He like just puts out his hand with his palm facing down over hers and the gold just kind of comes out of his palm like I, I she probably thinks it's some kind of sleight of hand thing but he wasn't really like thinking about oh yeah I have to make this look right and he was just out of his own body just kind of like blah 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 puts the coin into her hands um either either make me a deception check or a sleight of hand check just just because you decided to toss it out there like that i, I want to see just for shits and giggles all right let's do it uh do i do i get to use my newly found thingies yeah you've leveled up my dude oh beautiful oh hey deception isn't one of them <laughs> Uh, so it's up to you, sleight of hand or deception. What do you feel is more? Not deception because he's not trying to deceive her. So I guess like a, a sleight of hand, even yeah, though he's not really even trying. Guess, then, yeah. yeah. 12 plus sleight of hand. Oh, plus one. Ah, 13. <laughs> She's more distracted at the moment. So she just takes she pockets of gold and then kind of sees her hand being slightly sticky and then just kind of uh, not so subtly wipes it on uh, on her uh, on her pants and then it's just like well if, if you'll excuse me uh, um uh, I I got some inventory to do but uh, I appreciate you uh, in your patronage 
and uh, if you want to purchase any of these books going forward, I, I would I, I would highly humbly request that you do that instead of using this as a library because people are starting to talk and that'll drive away my business. If you if you understand what I'm saying there, there, lovey. Yes, I definitely understand the words that you said to me just then in this a wonderful social interaction that we are having. Now, good day, ma'am. Have a good day, lovey. And she pats your shoulder and then <laughs> walks off. Oh, that could have gone better, but it could have gone a whole lot worse it's because of her role. Like, holy. Now it's almost been an hour and I have to go not change shapes or anything. Have a good day, ma'am. And walks out. <laughs> Nice. So you do that for a few days. The other one, uh, I would like to, if you're if you're down with it, I have a suggestion over your battle master. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, why don't you tell me what you're thinking? Battle master itself is something obviously you have watched and utilized and practiced yourself. Obviously, you've been alive for a lot longer than anybody else. However, because of the fact that you were able to come and go through a lot of different places, including the Turnroth estate, you do catch glimpse of the two guards themselves that normally are there during the day, the half-orc and the goliath. At one time, you find them actually practicing and going through a different series of moves that are not exactly normal to what you are using to fight. They are using some techniques where it almost looks as though the utilization of the sword and the shield is able to interpose the half-orc uh, in between a training dummy and himself versus the seemingly menacing attack of the Goliath. And this kind of piques your interest as you're watching them one day. I'll be completely honest. I don't think he'd have any interest in that. Just because like his background and being able to fight and stuff like that, that's been I, I, I mean, I'd imagine that he probably watched people fight a lot in order to gain the skills that he does have. And then he's also, you know, fought a lot in the sewers against the creatures that are in the sewers. I like the idea of like, that's where he gets his abilities in battle and such. At this point in time, I don't think that he would be interested enough to watch how other people fight. He's pretty, he's not pretty. He's very confident in his abilities in battle. He's more, I think right now, at least he's more interested in finding a way to help out his best friends with anything that could possibly come up. He just wants to, um, I guess in D&D terms, he wants to become the party's skill monkey, even though that's not really a fighter's forte. In his mind, he wants to be able to help the party with anything that pops up. You know what I mean? Okay. So so I'm, I'm trying to give an overall idea of the fact that you're choosing Battlemaster and you have done various different things. How does that culminate in you taking that next step? And as you've been fighting, when does it click to utilize these different maneuvers? Is this in one of your regular self-training moments well, when you're down in the sewers and fighting against some some things? This so, is what I'm trying to, right. to, to wrap my head around. So through his battling up until this point in battle, he's been uh, how I see it, at least I know it's subjective, but like a terrifying opponent with how he moves the look of him the way he screams and clicks and then also does like an immense amount of damage so that's where i feel like that's just recently he's been able to hone that in the couple of battles he has had which that's where the um menacing attack comes from where i can try to apply like a form of fright to the enemy and as far as the other maneuvers go they're all outside of battle stuff it's it's a you know an intimidation performance charisma that's the that's that's the side that i have an idea for i don't think he's going to pick that stuff up in a book but i have a party member that i 
I think Clackety would go to in order to get some aid after reading about it and realizing that these are major aspects in investigating. So the other ones are an investigation, history, and uh, an insight check. I think insight would probably fall into going to his party as well, uh, party member. But as far as like history and investigation, like he's been reading a lot about both of these through this week to try to gain more knowledge so that in times of need, he just has like these random facts that could come into play. And he's just a plethora of knowledge as far as like how to investigate in historical information from this area. Okay. So which of the party members would you go to, to essentially cement yourself into all of these and accept that level into uh, the subclass of Battlemaster. Which of your three party members would you go to? He's hitting up the big hippo himself, Daff. The awesome. So this would take place after obviously you have gone and done your outing with Solomon and then you... I want to say this is roughly towards the middle of the week in the day where you're not really able to see anybody else so daff you find yourself however uh shiklackety is going to tell you he approaches you and i will let the two of you take it from here she got Huh? Oh, oh, I thought it was. Wait, I thought, wait, I'm sorry. I thought he asked you, like, how I would approach you. <laughs> no, I said My bad. it's entirely I, up to I you. Apologize. I'm just letting him know, hey, uh, you're getting approached. Uh, here's your here's your cue. Have fun. Um, I think that. Um, hmm, I OK, I think that he would go by the shop and okay i got it he would go by the shop in his newfound halfling form that um he's been practicing and i think he would walk in and um i would he be approached okay the great basilisk uh, i was uh, just uh, gonna say that what i'm uh, just right here what did uh, you'll take everything from me i'm gonna go okay you know what? Go we'll get I'm some rest, old man. You're very cranky you, again. You, you telling me I get to rest one more time? I'm gonna kick your butt right out into the front yard, and then we show everybody that I am not just an old man. All right, pops, time for bed. Come on. Just a string of like draconic phrases that are a lot of curse words that either you understand or you don't, and then just just have a, <laughs> goes off into the back. I'm not on. I really hope you don't speak draconic. Anyways, uh, my name is Tefici. Uh, just look around, let me know if you need anything. Um, Actually, son, I do, in fact, speak draconic. So what did I he say? Very sorry for the <laughs> We're not going to talk about anything he said. Cause oh, nah, that's, that's fine, sir. Um, I am a patron that... It do, does not know you and has def, I definitely have more than one hour from this point in time and would like to peruse your uh, place of shop. This the shop. Uh, I feel like I should roll to see if uh, Daff recognizes. This oh, that would that would yes, be I was going to say, please make an insight check. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I think I could just kind of like give this to you because, like, you guys. No, have no been... you can't. Oh, all right. That's fucking one. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't recognize you at all. It's like you're thinking you're doing a great job right now. <laughs> I certainly don't know you. Uh, perfect, lovely. Um, and I, I too, do not know who you might be, our Defici. Uh, uh, I heard that's what he said in Draconic, so I knew that. Better enough. Um, but yes, uh, you know, if you need anything, uh, uh, were you looking for anything today? If I can uh, try and help you out. Uh, a friend. <laughs> Uh, and then he's going to uh, drop the accent and he's going to say, it, it's it's me. How how did I 
How did I oh, do? Oh, uh, that was very good. You really had me going there. Uh, yeah, I was a normal person that was a halfling just then. Uh, just, <laughs> I'm hey, kidding. You're getting better at that. I'm very well. Very, very well done. So on that, on that note, I was actually kind of hoping that uh, I could, uh, I could ask you for a little, for a little help in trying to, uh, like talk to people. I've been doing some reading and I found that it during like the investigative process, being able to talk to people without sounding weird, it seems to be like a pretty, uh, pretty important, important thing. Indeed it is. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, first, certainly I can, uh, can't imagine you, uh, spend much time chatting with people while you were uh, living down there. So literally never. Literally never. Just never. I didn't. Did I like chatting? Nope. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but that's that's all right. Um, I'm at your disposal. What do, what do you need from me? Uh, so I guess uh, I guess you're the you're the professor in this situation. So Professor DeFici, uh what do you suppose I do in order to become better at, 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 like, at making mouth sounds? For, uh, us to start this, uh, course, so to say, um, I think we, uh, start with the first and most crucial lesson that I was taught, um, back when I, uh, first started hustling. Nobody that you're ever going to meet knows what the fuck they're doing. We're all just faking it until we make it. I don't know if I fully understand that, but... In other words, as long as you are committed to the idea of trying to blend in and be a certain way, you will more than likely be perceived that way. Oh, okay. I like, I like that. So, like, you know, have a lot of confidence in it. And exactly. Okay. All right. I can. Even if you fuck up, that's okay. You'll just roll with it. All right. I can. I can roll with that. Defici, I just want to say, uh, hey, thank you. I I appreciate this. If I can ever do anything for you, like you just like we're. We're like, we're like really best friends. So I mean, like you can just ask because uh, best friends do stuff for each other. I will certainly keep that in mind. Uh, I'm very glad you came back today. Oh, I should, okay. Oh, I, should I, are you saying? Yeah. No, not for any particular reason. I'm just, uh. All right. Yeah, me. It is kind of lonely over in the docks. It is pleasing to see you as well, my friend. I'm, I'm, I'm normal. Thank you so much for listening. Please consider giving us a like and a five star really helps us out and gets us into other people's ears. You can also follow us on our social platforms listed down below. Bye nerds.